Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Education should be affordable. Or at least education should have options. And Ivy Tech is the option. It's Indiana's option. We pay for this thing. We own this thing. And the truth is, they offer opportunity. The opportunity is good. I dig what they do. Is college for everybody? Absolutely not. Should opportunities exist for you to take advantage of? Yes. And the more we can create, the better off we are. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Check out Ivy Tech, ivytech.edu. And my thanks to PA Jewelers, sponsoring Ivy Tech Week, your college and high school graduation gift headquarters. Find them on Facebook, pajewelers.com. The Colts are getting ready to pick a quarterback, one would think. One would think that is the case. But I think the top story right now is that the Commanders, I'm sorry, the Redskins, Commanders, I can't keep up. They just sold for $6 billion. JMB joins us right now. He is the voice of sports in Indiana, 93.5107.5, the fan in Indianapolis, and this this commander's sale, this is the NFL's dream. They want it done with Dan Snyder any way possible, and they got a good one. Yeah, they did. There's no doubt about that. It's, um, it's a group. Uh, Josh Harris, uh, billionaire. Uh, Magic Johnson, I think, the former NBA player, is a part of that group as well. And, again, this is just a preliminary thing. And I think there's a group, Tony, in Canada as well, that still has a slight opportunity maybe to squeeze in there. But, what you're saying is absolutely correct. They are down the path right now to where the NFL owners and the NFL in general are going to get what they want, and that's Daniel Snyder out of Washington. And, you know, as far as a parting gift, he's going to get upwards of six-plus billion dollars. So I'm assuming it's not a bad deal if you're going to get run out of the NFL in terms of being Daniel Snyder financially, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get offered $6 billion all the time. <laughs> constantly yeah. it's 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 actually embarrassing at this stage of the game but when we talk about why the nfl wants this if you were describing it to a layman 30 seconds right the elevator pitch what is it that dan snyder owner of the commanders was doing that was just not compatible with the nfl considering all the things the nfl gives you know a little bit of of uh, flexibility to yeah, well, I mean, there was um, allegations, certainly investigated allegations of sexual harassment within his organization, certainly under his watch for a sustained, a sustained amount of time. Um, the stuff that through this investigation they had found out that through his leadership, his ownership was let go, was allowed to continue, uh, things like that. It, it kind of just starts right there. Business tactics, I think, were also investigated along with this and. It just came to a point. I don't really know all the full details within, but it just clearly came to a point where the NFL and its ownership and and guidance in that ownership, Tony, felt the need that uh, that's not how they want to be represented as a whole. And I I know that you know we're all hypocrites ultimately at at something, and I know everybody wants to poke holes if they're anti this, wants to poke holes at some of these owners for, hey, look, that owner did that or that owner did this, whatever. 
but it was so egregious that through investigations, they felt the need to try to push for a change in Washington. And that's exactly what they did. And it looks like the wheels are turning right now to get that done sooner rather than later, Tony. One of the people who wanted that was uh, Jim Irsay, owner of the Colts, was was very vocal uh, about it a few months back. Uh, Dan Snyder should go. We'd be better off if the team w- w- was sold. Uh, is, is that Would you consider that out of character for, for Jim Irsay? No, I don't, Tony, because I think he wants to be a vocal leader moving forward of the NFL and its ownership. And I think we talked about this before. I think you can also look at it this way. I don't know if we talked about this, but in terms of people asking about Lamar Jackson, you know, Jim and, and people, some people want to reference this as collusion with its owners. But Jim Ursay was outspoken two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago in Arizona at the owners' meetings about not wanting, you know, guaranteed contracts would be bad for the NFL. His team needs a quarterback badly. His team would benefit from Lamar Jackson probably more than any out there. But he, his belief in that and his belief in wanting to be, Tony, a, I think a vocal leader of the NFL and its ownership, I think in this case that is a trump card for his understanding of maybe what he would need right now. I'll give you a great example. If this were to happen a year ago with Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson I think would be here. That's before Jim was outspoken uh, regarding Daniel Snyder, before he was outspoken regarding guaranteed contracts. I think it was before he started wanting to be that vocal leader, that vocal guide for the NFL and its owners. I I think, again, a year ago, it's just my speculation, but I think a year ago, a year ago, instead of Matt Ryan, if Lamar Jackson's available like this, I don't know if he sidesteps the issue uh, um, as much as he is hardcore about it. I I think maybe he tries to find a way to work him in. It's just a different year, a different time, and and Jim wants to be a vocal leader of the NFL and its owners. That is clear, and we'll see where it goes from there. Is that is that new? Like, did something happen where all of a sudden Jim Irsay, talking to JMV, by the way, 93.5, 107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana, where all of a sudden, I mean, he wants to be this guy. Usually when we hear Jim Irsay speak, he's talking about how Andrew Luck is going to bring us 150 Super Bowls. He's talking about how uh, Matt Ryan was the right pick, right? He's always doing that and kind of setting up expectations that are that are not obtainable or don't get obtained and he's got to go back and eat it um this is a little bit different i I would i would assume is it it is it is evolving differently but this is something i've always admired about about jim he has so much admiration and respect for the past for the owners that helped mold the nfl to where it is today you know the hallis family the rooney family um, you know, the hunts, you can go down the line of those owners that helped the foundationally establish the NFL. He has a great deal of respect. And, Tony, I just think he's hit a point in his life to where he wants to uphold that that honor, that respect of the NFL moving forward and would like to be a vocal leader in that regard. But, really, the true grassroots of it does come from just his amount of respect and love that he got from those that built the NFL at those early foundational stages to get to where it is right now. Let's talk about somebody being outspoken. That is Coach Shane Steichen. We heard the audio from that first day with with the full team. Um, Was this the kind of talk you expected? Was this better than expected? Did you want more? Where did it leave you? 
Um, well, he, he, got, he actually got out more than, than five words. Normally it's just like, hey, I coach football and that's what I love. He is, it's funny, people call him this, Tony, all the time, just being about ball, and that's that's what he is. He may be, I think, maybe uh, longer-winded when he gets used to this right now, but he is focused on one thing, and that is that is football. Um yeah, that's just what the way that he is going to be. I don't think he's going to care about anything else. Like when I had him on, I'll give you a great example. When I had him on, I actually listened to a conversation he had prior to me because I wanted to see how he answered questions, and I'm glad I did because he's very short, and you have to be prepared for question after question, maybe two down the road for him. And he's not somebody that, well, you know, what do you do in your off time? He doesn't want to talk about that. He wants to talk about football and I look at it this way, Tony. I think he is the best coach. We'll see how things transpire. But I think he's the best coach for this situation right now because they need a sole focus on building this team back into a winner. And he is all about that. It is nothing else. It is football. It is all ball of time. And, you know, I think, I think that's exactly what this team and probably this organization, if you look at it as a whole, Tony needs. The, team, the organization needs a quarterback. Yeah. And does. we have got the draft coming up. <laughs> is this team decided on Will Levis out of Kentucky, or am I going to believe the reporting that, oh, uh, they're, they're talking to C.J. Stroud over there in Ohio. Oh, they're having a conversation. Oh, they're working them out. Oh, they're looking. Really? This happening? This possible? Tony, there's a lot of misdirection going on, uh, a lot of sandbagging going on. This is routine before any NFL draft, but I will tell you this. I, I, I mentioned this to you weeks ago, the back in October, during that circus of a season this past year, I'd heard that the Colts were watching a lot of Will Levis, and I heard the Colts had a lot of interest in Will Levis. And the interesting aspect of it is I haven't heard anything different, and even beyond that, I'm not suggesting on the end-all, be-all of any information. I'm not suggesting that at all, but I haven't heard anything new. And then in the terms of just the rumor mill, you rarely – if at all, have heard anything regarding the Colts, anything about the Colts wanting to move up to three. You know, the Colts had no interest in moving up to one. My philosophy is this. They had no interest in moving up to one, so you feel comfortable with whom you believe is going to drop in your lap at four. I think, again, my theory, they want Will Levis, they feel comfortable in Will Levis, and they feel comfortable that he is going to be there at number four after mounds of research they have done about the three teams. And even those teams, Tony, that could jump in Arizona's pick at number three and grab somebody as well. I just think because the lack of the rumor mill we've heard, they feel comfortable where they are getting what they want at four until I improve and otherwise I believe that to be Will Levis. That right there is JMV from 93.5107.5, the fan and the voice of sports in Indiana. JMV, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the drive. Hubler.com hotline.